Buenos dias from BA. This is a Rorschach Venezuela update from the 8th of December 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Thursday the 1st, Michael Worth, executive president of the Chevron Carp Oil Company, informed that the company does not intend to increase its production in Venezuela. Despite receiving a license from the United States Department of the Treasury to reactivate and expand its operations in Venezuela, the oil company does not plan to invest in Venezuelan crude for the next six months. Worth said that Venezuelan crude, once in high demand by U.S. refiners, was replaced by, quote, Russian supplies, unquote, after the Trump administration sanctioned the state oil company Petróleos de Venezuela, better known as PDVSA. The license was given to them on the 26th of November as part of a plan to encourage political dialogue between Maduro's regime and the Venezuelan opposition. Following this news, on Friday the 2nd, Tarek El Aysami, Minister of Petroleum, signed a contract between the Chevron Company and PDVSA. Although they did not give details of the contract in the televised broadcast, El Aysami repeatedly stated that signing the contract, quote, is not enough, unquote, and asked the United States government to lift international sanctions against PDVSA. Speaking of PDVSA, on Monday the 5th, David Rivera, a former Florida congressman, was arrested in Atlanta on alleged federal charges related to money laundering after receiving $50 million from PDVSA. According to court documents, Rivera was hired to resolve the legal dispute between a U.S. company and PDVSA in addition to preventing the U.S. from imposing additional sanctions against Maduro and other members of his government. The former congressman's company was sued in 2020 by the subsidiary of Petróleos de Venezuela in the U.S., alleging a breach of contract. Rivera maintained his innocence and filed a countersuit. He has already been released. Moving on, on Saturday the 3rd, in a statement, the Democratic Unitary Platform of Venezuela warned that the Maduro government, quote, seeks to throw off, unquote, the agreement signed in Mexico intended to create a social fund for some $3,000 million frozen abroad. The opposition said the ruling party is, quote, stimulating a negotiation, unquote, seeking to lift sanctions imposed by the U.S. against political officials of the Maduro regime. In the statement, the organization explained that the next issues to be addressed at the dialogue table will be the freedom of detainees considered political prisoners, the return of Venezuelan families and exiles to the country, and free voting. It also demanded that the ruling parties set a date in December in order to continue the dialogue. In other news, on Thursday the 1st, representatives of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights met with Tarek William Saab, 
Attorney General of the Republic. On Twitter, Saab assured that it was a, quote, fruitful work meeting, unquote, although he did not give details about it. This is the first official meeting since the departure of the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, Michel Bachelet, with whom the Maduro regime maintained a tense relationship due to her complaints against them. In fact, before leaving office, Bachelet presented her last report on Venezuela in June. She denounced the Venezuelan authorities, quote, did not allow, unquote, her to visit the detention centers of the Bolivarian National Intelligence Service, the General Directorate of Military Counterintelligence, and other military prisons in the country. Moving on, after strong rumors that Drew Brees, a former National Football League player, was struck by lightning during a recording of a commercial for the Points Bet Company in Zulia State on Friday the 2nd, the company dismissed the rumors. Several media outlets spread the news as true, reporting that the former player was struck by lightning in the Catatumbo River. Fortunately, it was only a promotional video where the player simulated being struck by lightning. On Saturday the 3rd, Douglas Rico, National Director of the Criminal and Criminal Scientific Investigation Corp., said that fake news is a crime punishable by Venezuelan law. However, he did not say whether they were looking for the culprits. Following this news, on Saturday the 3rd, the Venezuelan environmentalist Eric Quiroga reported that with the support of the mayor of Catatumbo municipality, they would file a lawsuit against Drew Brees for the advertising video. Quiroga said the video can be taken as a misinformation campaign about the Catatumbo natural phenomenon. Speaking of Catatumbo, on Friday the 2nd, Fernando Loaiza, mayor of the Catatumbo municipality, asked Maduro's government to help the populations affected by the heavy rains that have lasted four days. Loaiza informed the outlet media Versión Final that the municipality is isolated due to the collapse of several bridges. In other news, on Sunday the 4th, Douglas Rico reported that in Venezuela, crime, quote, has decreased at very significant levels, unquote. The mortality rate is 6% per 100,000 inhabitants when five years ago it was 47%. 47%. Rico said criminals have gone from committing violent acts in the streets to carrying out scams and computer crimes, modalities that increased after the COVID-19 pandemic. In health news, on Friday the 2nd, in a national broadcast, Maduro declared a state of health alert in the coastal states of Anzuategui, Miranda, Nueva Esparta, La Guaira, and Sucre after detecting the presence of avian influenza in pelicans. The alert will last 90 days as of the 29th of November. The science minister, Gabriela Jimenez, said that this is the first report of this virus in the country. However, on Monday the 5th, infectologist Julio Castro 
said that avian influenza has low pandemic potential. Castro said that the avian influenza mortality rate is between 25% and 40% and pointed out that, so far, there are no reports of human transmission of the disease. Next up, on Monday the 5th, Manuel Ferreira, the mayor of the city of Lecheria, announced that there was an oil spill on the beaches. Authorities presume the spill was due to failures in a PDVSA oil tanker. On Wednesday the 7th, PDVSA workers began to clean up the affected four kilometers of sand. However, the amount of oil in the water is unknown. And speaking of oil and bridges, in Anzuategui, on Tuesday the 6th, an Iranian tanker with two million barrels of light crude arrived in Venezuela. The tanker arrived at the Port of José, the country's main oil terminal. This shipment is part of the commercial exchanges that both countries maintain in terms of hydrocarbons. Moving on, on Saturday the 3rd, Conviasa, the state airline of Venezuela, inaugurated a direct flight from Caracas to Doha, an offer for those who want and can travel to Qatar to enjoy the World Cup. Tickets cost almost $2,000 in economy class, but if you prefer to travel in business class, the cost is $2,600. Ramon Velázquez Araguayán, Minister of Transportation, said that this is an economic offer compared to other airlines and that the objective is to maintain this route for 2023 beyond the World Cup. Good news! Venezuela obtained another Guinness record, this time with the largest salsa casino wheel. On Friday the 2nd, more than 1,500 dancers obtained the Guinness record by completing the largest casino salsa wheel in the world during a presentation that took place in Caracas last Sunday. Venezuelan dancers surpassed Spain, which had achieved the same record in 2019 with nearly 1,300 participants. On Tuesday the 6th, the BBC named Olympic and World Triple Jump champion Julimar Rojas as one of the 100 influential and inspirational women of 2022. Rojas has had a successful career as an athlete, She has won two Olympic medals, gold and silver, and the world record in the triple jump with her 15.74 meters, in addition to being triple champion. Christmas is coming and also one of the most beloved events, the Cusica Fest 2022. On the 18th of December, at the Simón Bolívar University soccer field in Caracas, Musicians and bands such as Devendra Banhart, Bomba Estéreo, El Cuarteto de Nos, Rawashana, Esteban, and many more will be performing. And that's it for this week. Every once in a while, we put in event recommendations for the month ahead. Are these useful or should we skip them? If you like them, what kind of stuff do you want to know about? Let us know at Venezuela at Rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima.